Hello and welcome to the Writing Sparrow podcast. I'm Serena Langer and this podcast is all about writing, publishing and marketing your book. You can find transcripts on my website at serenalanger.com. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back, friends and sparrows. It's the 23rd of November 2020 and this is episode 12. Today I have the great privilege of talking to Christina Nadonova. I'm so sorry if I've just pronounced your name very badly. No <laughs> way, you pronounced it correctly. <laughs> thank you, thank God. <laughs> she is the youngest author and most inspiring young lady I know. Um, if you don't know, Christina has published her debut novel this year, The Black Sisterhood Files, when she was 12 years old, which proves that you're never too young to start writing. Like me, she's a big advocate of self-care to prevent burnout and stress. And I can't think of a better time to discuss those things, given all the anxiety in the world right now. And also the fact that NaNoWriMo can easily drive a writer to exhaustion. So this is a really tough month for all of us, let alone the whole rest mm -hmm. of the year. So welcome, Christina. Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here today and get the opportunity to, ch to chat with you. I'm very excited to have you because, as I said just now, um, you were only 12 years old when you published your first book. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I mean, of course, like, well, pretty much everyone, um, I was at school at that time, as are you. And <laughs> I don't think I could have done anything like that at that age. I mean, I think around that time I was sort of between schools. I was just moving on into high school mm -hmm. and that wasn't an easy time for me at all. So that you still find the time to also write a book and publish it to me is just absolutely, it, it, it basically superwoman to me. <laughs> I don't know how you do Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, so congratulations on publishing your first book this year. How Thank are you. you finding the author life? How has it been for you? It's honestly a lot more different than I expected, but what I would say the best aspect of it is be having the ability to connect with other authors and other aspiring authors, because I have also had the great chance to connect with some aspiring writers over Skype and over Zoom calls and give them some advice on what it takes to publish a book, to write a book, and to market a book. So I would say it is quite disparate than my expectations, but it's been wonderful thus far. Oh, that's really good to hear, because I think, Thank you, especially yeah. with your first book, lots of authors have really high aspirations of becoming yeah, famous overnight. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really... That's not how it works, yeah. No, not at all. And I think it's really good and positive to see that you haven't let that not happening put you off. Although mm -hmm. you are probably a lot more successful already than most authors I know so early into your career. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've Thank been you. on other podcasts and I've been, I think you've been on TV at some point as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one time back in June. That's amazing. How did that come about? Thank you. So I actually reached out to a local studio of CBS 6 and they accepted my query to be on one of their programs. That must have been very exciting. I mean, I've never been on TV, yeah. so you've already done. It was really exciting. I must say it was like a dream come true. I bet it was. I mean, I've, I've published six or seven books now, enough to lose count, wow. apparently. That's, that's <laughs> mm -hmm. But you've already, I feel like you've already done more in your first 
short few months of being an author than I have done in my four years. So honestly, hats off to you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I mean, I spent almost every single day of the summer for hours working really hard on marketing and reaching out to podcasts and TV broadcasts. So yeah. What would you say are you enjoying the most about you and you author career? I definitely would say, as I mentioned before, connecting with other authors and speaking on podcasts and different programs because I get to share my story and help others out in the meantime. That's always a really nice thing to do. And I find that social media, like Instagram especially, is so fantastic for meeting other like-minded writers and authors in your genre but also in well pretty much every other genre Mm -hmm. so I think well I think I've seen you around on Instagram a few times it's where you've reached out to me to be on this podcast Mm -hmm. yeah and I I feel quite honored that you reached out to me because of how much you've already done I mean to me you're such an inspirational young woman thank you that means so much to me considering I love your podcast and it's so exciting to be here today You can't say it, but I'm blushing. (laughs) That's so (laughs) exciting to hear. Thank you. Um, I mean, you must still be going to school alongside as well. How are you juggling all that? Mm -hmm. So I actually still have virtual school because of the pandemic. However, it's definitely been difficult because the teacher, the teachers really just do not give us slack and they continue to assign just as much homework and classwork as they would during in regular school. So it's been a difficult, so it's been a bit difficult these past couple months to juggle schoolwork, social life, and my book because during the summer I was free to work as much as I wanted since there was no school. So I would just say I'm trying to practice mindfulness and a healthy balance of all in my life. That sounds great. I'm actually in a very similar boat there as you. I mean, mm-hmm. I I work in a university library, but I work term time only, so I get the summers off as well. And um, possibly a bit longer than you because university terms are not the same at all as school terms, I feel. So I really get how nice it is to have that summer to just completely focus on your own things. Yes, definitely. I think it's so good for mental health as well. But of course, not everyone Mm -hmm. has that option. So I'm really excited to talk to you a bit about self-care today. Yeah. Because honestly, with how this whole year has gone down, I don't think anyone could have seen that coming and burnout is always a stressor for authors anyway Mm because I think we tend to I don't know how you feel but I always feel like I'm not doing enough like I need to do more like I need to write more words or publish more books Mm -hmm. so that makes self-care so important Mm -hmm. so to get to the heart of our episodes um how are you looking after yourself So I'm trying to look after myself by doing just, uh, you know, like the rudimentary things, getting, getting enough sleep, eating healthy meals, drinking enough water. But I think it also just goes beyond the physical measures, also mental measures. So I try to meditate every day and practice mindfulness because I understand that, you know, stress can be very overwhelming sometimes. And things such as just sitting down to breathe for just a couple minutes in complete silence can be really, really advantageous. That's really great advice. I try to meditate more often these days and to take more time to just reflect yeah. on what I've done because it's yeah, it's such a good also yeah. Well. yeah, I'm sorry. I would say also journaling helps just to journal out all your thoughts and feelings over the day to get that all out on paper. It's funny you should say that because I have um I have a journal specifically for writing progress. Mm-hmm. So I think the point of that was to sit down every day after I've written to just write 
down how it's gone and how I'm feeling about what I've written. And not going to lie, I keep forgetting I have the thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So for journaling, I usually just every single day at the end of the day, I try to journal my successes of the day, my failures of the day, and how I can reflect on to make tomorrow better. I think that's a really good advice because, of course, mm-hmm. as writers, we tend yeah. to, well, we tend to write a lot anyway. So I think mm-hmm. for us, it's maybe only natural to start journaling and write down our feelings. And of course, it's private, mm-hmm. unlike our book. So no one will ever have to read what you put yeah. into that. You can be completely yeah. honest with yourself. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, if I may ask, what are your hobbies? Do you do anything besides writing something maybe else that's also story related or do you do anything that's that's got nothing at all to do with books and stories yeah of course so I've always felt that literature music and art have some sort of a very deep connection between one another so I actually play the piano regularly um, every single day as well as tennis and sometimes I even indulge in painting even though I'm not the best at it I also (laughs) love to read Mm -hmm. yeah no I always wanted to pick up painting but I am not very good at that <laughs> or drawing but um, it, I guess it really depends on the style you practice for example for me abstract art has always been the easiest but something like realistic art has always come very hard for me that sounds really fascinating I mean I know that art is incredibly good for therapy Mm-hmm. yeah but um, I don't know I weirdly always I'm never sure where to start with painting how do you what would you tell me? How should I start if I wanted to paint something with honestly no experience whatsoever? So I would just say harness your creativity into the painting. And just I would say sort of painting whatever you want, whether it's just random blobs of color on a canvas that will at least get your mind going and get you to a spot that will actually, you know, in the end, create a substantial painting. That sounds really interesting. I will have to try that Thank at you. some point. <laughs> When do you when when you paint? Sorry, more more about painting. <laughs> yeah, no worries, of course. <laughs> um, how do you approach it? Do you try when you sit down to paint? Do you try to paint something specific, or are you just seeing where the paintbrush takes you today? I kind of just let my mind carry me away, to be honest, because I guess when I paint, when I'm actually thinking about what I'm painting, it's a reflection of my mentality and what I'm thinking at the moment. So See, it helps me understand myself better. That makes a lot of sense to me because I that's roughly how I, how I approach writing. You know, mm-hmm. I sit down, I try yeah. to clear my mind and I'm just trying to be there with the book. I know roughly where it needs to go, but, you know, yes. I, I yeah. try not to mm-hmm. overthink it. So the way you're approaching painting to me sounds very relatable. Mm-hmm. But also for some yeah. reason, I really struggle with that. <laughs> so I always mm-hmm. feel like yeah. I need to have mm-hmm. a goal. But yeah, I will I will well, I will try that. And if I paint anything at all that doesn't burn my eyes too much, I'll, I'll have to send it to you. you yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, so as we've already said, this year has been hard, which makes yeah, self-care mm-hmm. a necessary priority, possibly more important than ever before, certainly mm-hmm. in our lives. Do you have any tips for anyone who's struggling right now or this year in general or someone who feels like they don't have the time for Mm self-care? So I would say always put self-care first. Never feel as if you don't have the time because if you feel that way, you're not doing something correct because your mental health should be a priority at all times. I actually 
really look up to Ariana Huffington, CEO of Thrive Global and Huffington Post, who says that a car cannot run without gas, just like we cannot run without energy. And it's important that we feel ourselves with energy and not just energy, but also positive energy, because that's what keeps us going. That's what's going to get us the best results. So as I did say before, it lies in both physical and mental self-care. Physical in terms of, you know, exercising, getting yourself out in nature to take walks sometimes, eating healthy, drinking a lot of water, getting enough sleep. And mental lies in terms of positive affirmations, meditation, maybe just journaling, taking a couple moments just to breathe and reflect on yourself and etc. I couldn't agree more with all of that. I started walking more now um, as a result of me going back to work. I started walking in and walking home, which takes roughly mm-hmm. 15 minutes each way. And I can tell yeah. if I've had a stressful day at work. By the time mm-hmm. I've, by the time I'm home, I'm in a much calmer headspace. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I try to take walks out in nature at least once every day for at least 15 minutes because I know how much it helps just stimulate and clear my mind. God, I'm just so impressed by you. Thank <laughs> I hope you, so you much. Well, Thank I'm you. sure you will keep this up very easily anyway because you're building those habits now. And I think really it's all about habits, isn't it? Once you're yeah, used to yeah. it, it's much easier. It's always starting something yes, new that's difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually read this great book. It's called Atomic Habits. I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure you've heard of it before. It's a quite popular book. Yeah, I have it talks about you know how you start developing habits at a young age, and those just stick with you for the rest of your life as long as you uphold the practice of them. That's um, well, it's more great advice. I feel like I'm repeating myself now, but you're full of wisdom. <laughs> I think there's this um, misconception as well about habits is that that you have to be young to start and that once you reach a certain age, it's impossible for you to learn new things. But I don't think that's true. I mean, obviously for you, um, you're at a perfect age anyway to start new habits and really get into Mm -hmm. the, um, well, into the habits of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm 30 now and uh, two or three weeks ago, I started writing every day for just 15 minutes which to me is a very new thing and I never thought yeah it would work for me because 15 minutes is such a tiny amount yeah. but yeah. I now feel weird when I don't do it a day <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's I got into that habit quite easily and mm-hmm. honestly I'm getting so much more done I'm so much more productive mm-hmm. that that's good that's really good yeah I would definitely say there is no actual like year too young to start this or you too you know to start this because I mean frankly an 88 year old gymnast won the won a segment of the Olympics one time and that just goes to show that you're never too old never too young to just go after your dreams and start building those hobbies and I'm sorry not hobbies but habits and practices very well put I think possibly one of the more well no I mean clearly it works for you and I think it works for me quite well as well but I think meditation is a really good way to approach that because it helps you slow down and gain a bit more perspective and I know when I meditate first thing in the morning I'm then Mm -hmm. in a much calmer headspace for the whole rest of the day and Mm -hmm. I get more done as a result Mm -hmm. but when I first looked into it I had no idea at all how to start What would you recommend for people who might be interested in starting meditation, but like me also have no idea at all how to begin? Mm -hmm. So I would actually say start in the evening because that's going to help you improve your sleep and you will be in a better headspace to do it again in the morning and so on as a repetition cycle. 
And I actually have a great app recommendation. It's literally just called Meditate. It's a great app. It has a lot of cycles for, you know, beginners, intermediate and advanced level meditators to help you get into that practice. So I'd highly recommend that. I used it when I first got into meditation. I had an app called Meditate. I wonder if you've used the same one. Probably, yeah, but it's a really great app. It's helped me a lot. Well, if, if that's the one that I've had, then I second that. It's been incredibly yeah. helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, do you, when you meditate, do you do you use music to help you relax with that? Or do you have a guided meditation? Or do you prefer to just sit there with yourself and a bit of silence? So when I began to meditate a couple months ago, when I was first just starting to get into that habit, I used background meditation and like guided meditation. But now that I've kind of gotten the hang of how to do it by myself, I prefer to just sit in white noise and it really varies for everyone. I know people who, you know, like to put on music while meditating or have a guided meditation, even if they know how to meditate individually. But for me, I just white noise is the best way for, for me to actually gain tranquility while meditating. That's a very how good idea. I, I tend to have, um, I, I have an app for various meditation tracks. They are pure music. There is no talking or any form of guided meditation. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly working myself down the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, I can quickly look what it's called. It's probably, again, just yeah. meditate, because I feel like a lot of them are quite simply named, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? I could have had this ready, but to be honest, I didn't think we talked so much about meditation. No worries. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I can't find it right now, but I'll be sure to put it in the show notes. And um if you could send me the link to the one that you've mentioned as well, then we can of course, have a yes. little list of yeah. self-care tips going in the show notes, which I think will be yeah, very helpful. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. To wrap up, um, if you could give people one tip regarding burnout and stress prevention, what would it be? Um, I would say just refer to what I said previously, that always put yourself first. And your body will tell you when you need a break. And it's important that you listen to your body and to your mind because it will not deceive you. It will not lie to you. If you need a break, it will make that explicit. You'll be walking around all day just tired, unmotivated. And that's when you know you have to take a break. And when you're relaxed and you're in the state of, you know, just ready to go back into the gist of things, your body will let you know that as well. So just listen to yourself and don't deny if you really need a break. That resonates with me a lot, actually. I know, I mean, by now I've burnt out two or three times. So I know exactly how I feel when the next burnout is coming. But to start with, I always thought, God, I was so dumb. (laughs) I always thought I could push myself and just try to work a little bit longer. I thought that too, yeah. And, you know, it just, it doesn't work. Because as you've just said, your body will tell you Mm -hmm. when you need to stop. It's so wrong. I feel like we're all deceived by this perception that the only way we'll have success is by working like 12 hours a day without sleep. But that's just not true because our body needs the fuel of positive energy in order to actually function properly. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me thank about self-care. I love this very much. Yeah. Thank you it's so been much. great to talk to you. And I really, yeah, I really love your questions and how we delved into all these different you know, like segments of self-care. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear that. Thank hopefully you. Hopefully our listeners have enjoyed it too and have learned a lot. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, maybe learn something along the way, hit the subscribe button. 
You can also connect with me on Twitter at Serena underscore Langer, on Instagram and Facebook at Serena Langer Writer, and of course on my website at serenalanger.com. Until next time, bye!